Uh, good afternoon to those of you that are joining us. Um, I'm here with the lovely Irene, who actually is more like a co-host now and gets as many comments as anybody else does on the platform. So um, I was just telling Irene that there has been a shift this week in the things around me and that all of the documentation that I've been doing about these extraordinary experiences that have been happening up to and including what is happening here around me in this energetic place near Sedona that I've been in for a few weeks now. It's time to share all that with others. And so um, like every other project I started out on, it looks like within a 72-hour window, I will have this thing done. Now, that's a mouthful to say about somebody that's writing a book that'll probably be, you know, three or 400 pages long when it's all done. Uh, but all of this, I had journaled along the way anyway. So it's more a method of putting this in um, uh, uh, a timeline order so that you can see what happened. Because before 2020, although I had awakened really like in 2016 when I started to um, uh, meditate, that's when things started to shift in a lot of ways for me. But in 2020, that's when all the magic really began. And um, when it first happened, and I've said this before, the trip to Telos, I thought was going to be a one and done thing that, you know, that's the story I'll tell for the rest of my life. And no, that was a setup. There's more coming. Hold on just a second. There were more of those extraordinary experiences that we're going to follow. Um, I wasn't finished with whatever path the universe has in mind for me. And so um, some of those things had been um, journaled. Some had pictures, like I said. Um, some had video. The um, hike that I took to Fairy Falls that ended up being <laughs> interdimensional um, was a videotape. So I've been trying to gather as much evidence as I can for others that are going to hear stories that are way beyond their capacity to comprehend it. Um, but that's the reason why I'm supposed to share it. We all know what kind of shift Earth is going through. And all of these efforts is just to get humanity ready for the place at which you know, um, the Earth vibrates at a higher level. And so must we in order to occupy that space. Um, so in addition to that, Dave and I have been talking a great deal about the education process for others. And there's a lot of different kind of silos of information that we want to share with others. We're going to begin mystery school in a different way. And for those of you um, who have turned that, heard that term before, I want to give it some specificity. Um, mystery school, the way that I understand it is there's a group of people in the tribe that come together to expand their knowledge base. This is not a curriculum that comes with a book or tests and 
nobody's path is the same. And that's the beauty of mystery school. We're here to assist everybody unlocking their gifts along their journey through, you know, comparing notes between other people in the tribe that are showing up um, so that we can unwrap whatever mastery it is that you hold. Um, that, in my mind, is best done in nature, where you can really connect to your higher self. Uh, but in order for us to get there to have those thoughtful conversations, we've got to help people get to the place where they are ready to accept it in that way. Um, I have my own experience about how I got there, and I will be delighted to share it with others so that they can get there too. But in the end, it began with meditation. So that's what we're going to begin to do too. Um, there are two kind of legs to this new effort. So starting next week, in addition to the podcast, and in addition to Dave's podcast, um, we'll be doing some 30 to 60 minute um, mystery school training modules that will um, deal with a specific piece of the puzzle along the way. And the first one will be about meditation. So it'll be done sometime next week, and we'll release it at the same time to release uh, the podcast the following Saturday. Um, some of those will be Dave and I. Some of those will be just me. Some of those may be others, because in my opinion, when we get to talk about things like evidentiary mediums, that's really something that Paula should address. And I know that there's a piece of expertise that Irene has that... Um, it would be better suited for her to do that than for me. So that's phase one. Uh, that's to get information out quicker. And we'll do a better job of indexing it because now what we're doing is meant for the masses. Um, we'll do a better job indexing them and titling them on YouTube, especially so that if you're searching through it, Right now, all you see is a timestamp in the name of the podcast. So it really doesn't tell you the content. And today will be the 80th one that we've done since we began this in, in August. Uh, it's kind of hard, I can see in retrospect, to go back and find a piece that we had talked about. Although, you know, things kind of blend over time. Uh, this will be a more concerted effort to put a fine point on the things that we want to get across. Then um, it may begin as early as December, perhaps March, just because the preparation time it's going to take. We're going to do some live mystery schools. These will be one week things that you'll come in on a Monday and you'll leave on a Friday and Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. You'll spend a one on one time with me. Um, and there are two places we've identified to do that so far. The first idea about had about this very process was for Mount Shasta. And I was hoping to implement that this year. Timing didn't work out the way I had hoped. So beginning in the spring, we're going to do these um, live in Shasta so that um, we've found some housing that'll suit our purposes perfectly because all of the attendants can stay where we are. They're not big groups. This isn't meant to be a dialogue for, you know, a couple dozen people. 
This is a handful of people at a time that really want to deep dive and already have some expertise in these areas, want to reach the next level, want to you know, have somebody show them where we found these energetic patches. And that's what this is all about. The whole idea of mystery school still you know, expresses itself out there as well. That you know everybody's journey is different. We just want to help you connect with that part of nature that's going to assist you to do that. Um, I'm trying to, uh, we're going to do the same thing in Arizona, <laughs> to say it quickly. Uh, I'm kind of tripping over my words, because when I got here, there were a few things that just made themselves crystal clear. It wasn't that I wasn't aware that there were other highly charged energetic areas you know, on the planet. And of course, I was familiar with Sedona. I'd been here once before, but not to this level and not on the property that I happen to be now to experience these spikes of energy levels here that are different enough so that I've had light being interactions with people here on this property. So where um, we, that whole process of those live mystery schools, we'll do some of those here. The campus that's being developed that I came down to, you know, take a look at and do a little bit of consulting on um, ended up being way more than I ever thought it was going to be. And it's perfect for these. Um, it's not a retreat. So I'm not quite sure I should call it that. Um, but on this campus, there are two dwellings, maybe like three acres. And the dwellings themselves each have at least five bedrooms. In my mind, there should be one person in each bedroom. Every one will accommodate two people. But I'm more interested in smaller groups and getting to where they are. So having said that, uh, that's what, depending on timing and what we can do, uh, I know that there's already a demand enough for me to get 10 people together to do this. Um, and when when it grows past five people, then Dave will participate as well. Uh, we'll just have to make sure that the timing is right because he still has a business to run. Um, but he'll be with the people in that house and those five bedrooms, and I'll take this one. And um, we'll gather as a group occasionally during the day. But I'll go over the details because I already have mapped out of my mind how this whole week will um, play out what areas we would take you to so that you could connect to yourself energetically. And the rest of it, you know, isn't really talking head. It, Dave and I are there to share our experiences and point you in the right directions when it comes to contact with other forms. Um, and that's being honed as we go along. But we will also find the uh, appropriate Saturday or we'll have you know, 100 to 150 people in a room. And those will be those eight-hour sessions where for the morning, you know, I will speak on my expertise and the things that have happened with me. And in the afternoon, it'll be Dave. And that will be more for people who are you know, kind of at the initiate stage, who really don't, I've heard about it, I kind of get it, but I'd love to sit and talk to somebody else. This is not meant to be a conference. And we're not following that kind of protocol where you're going to hear a lot of people talking about, you know, the extraordinary things that have happened to them. That is the premise we want to get across. But that, what's in 
my heart space and what's in Dave's heart space is to get every else, everybody else to the same level that we're at so that you can comprehend those things for yourself and then start to experience them for yourself. We have gathered and the people that appear on these podcasts are experiencers. They're not talking, they're not talking heads talking about somebody else's experience. Like this is a news program in short snippets. Um, you know, I'm going to stop and take a breath there and, and let Irene, you know, offer up something in uh, exchange. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It, it sounds really, truly deeply humbling what you are sharing because it's it has so much depth to it and um we don't need to go to the extent of it because it may be even incomprehend uh, incomprehensible is that the word that is the word <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have these moments where i don't have words that my mm -hmm. i don't have any thoughts and it's like oh I don't even know what to think anymore. It's, this is great, actually. But anyway, so, yeah, there, there's so much depth to it because it, this, this really is really about truly getting to know yourself and how sacred it is to be walking the planet right now. And if you feel this kind of readiness or this excitement or you just know this inner feeling, like this is true, then, uh, yeah, then this is uh, something to step into, and your your life will never be the same. But it's gonna be only really beautiful. It's 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 gonna be really magical, and and also, um, you're ready when you're ready, because there's a lot there's a lot involved in this shift. There's a lot there's a lot involved in it and that's why I really love that you take good care of all of this and it's really so nice that we're you know that we're already you know and I I didn't know I was going to show up quite a bit. I didn't I didn't even want to be here today but I, it's why why you know and I'm just showing up and like I wake up as we you start to speak to me or to us. So so I just, okay, I guess this is what's happening. So, and I think this is like being live and being, you know, daring to be you and to just daring to open up to what the world presents itself and what creation is presenting itself because this is kind of life creating. And I think this is what we're starting to step into, the power of who we are and getting to know truly the planet as, a, as a sentient being how we are connected to it, but also, you know, uh, in a in a very gentle way. I know, you know, there's 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 a lot going on right now, and and that this is part of an old structure that is, you know, like we talked about it before. It's 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 starting to disintegrate, which is also part of a natural process of the planet that's going through that. And whatever is not being working, it's the same within ourselves. Our, our bodies. So every so many times, any other system or cells is regenerating and whatever's not working, that's that's what's called evolution. And you're pushing consciousness forward. And so 
I feel the next chapter in our human consciousness is, and it doesn't matter what kind of history we've had about whatever's been prevented or interfered, fear, interfered with. It doesn't even really matter at this point, because, because, <laughs> um, we've arrived at this point where we can liberate ourselves. We don't need any external forces. Having said that we it means we are a human species so some people by design wake up wake up and then they start to unfold like a flower like you you start to wake up like a flower with a lot of new ingredients which is a, a natural thing to do and other people woke up a little earlier they said you know i i gotta do my other other things or it doesn't matter and i feel it's really really beautiful right now that we start to come together as a, as a, call it a team or call it like family or there's maybe not even a word for it. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Tribe is the one or that tribe. resonates with me most. Yeah. Or like a tribe, like we have like a special, special something. Apparently I didn't know that I start, you start to wake up to it. Like everybody is so if you start, if you're resonating it, maybe that's something deep in ourselves that we start to wake up. We all start to wake up to it. So in that sense, we're 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 equals. Uh, but but the the uh, the thing is that we listen from within our heart, and then things will start to show up. And then it's really nice because now we've been maybe solo for a long time or finding our own people, and now there's like part of an evolution uh, apparently that we're now start to come together and then we, we can unite as a team and then it's much easier to start to connect and start to thrive and 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 and, and start to op open up to what's real and and start to acknowledge that that this is our truth about who we are and then a lot of different things will start to unfold from it with we don't even need to know right now but you know as long as you know you know what what, what you hold truth and it's it starts to your inner truth will start to open up, even though if you don't even have it completely clear. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I, um, I want to underscore when you talked about um, there's just a lot to it. And so it took a while for myself to kind of break this down, but that's the nature of, you know, a Capricorn and the way that I do things is, kind of break them down into pieces so that I can comprehend the pieces because the, the nature of the things that we're talking about, there's nothing simple about it. And you can't put yourself in a position to understand these extraordinary things that are happening in multidimensionality without being able to reach a level of quiet within yourself to have that exchange. So, um, you know, that was phase one. This past week was the week that I, I was <laughs> pressed to make a decision. I've been comfortable really for the last half of the year um, in a sequestered state and not really talking about what I did. Um, I've been in this community now for a while to see it for what it was. And I just didn't want to deal with the backlash of people who claim that they have higher perspectives and don't really exercise that in the way that they interact with others. And so it was comfortable for me to just shut up and not talk about it at all. 
I know all the things that have happened to me. There's no denying them. And there's plenty of evidence for people, even in 3D, to see what I what happened to me. There's the proof. There's the pictures. There's the video. Um, there's the, the unsolicited remarks that came from elsewhere. Uh, I had to really decide whether... I was going to go forward and start to share these things the way that I thought I was at first when I was so excited about it. And then over time, your excitement kind of wanes when you get around to everybody else. And in order to hold that vibration higher, to make it mean something, um, and, you know, I know I can do that, but it was much easier to keep to myself and not allow anybody else's negative vibrations or uh, opposing views to deter where, where my mind was going. This past week, after the similarities in high energy here in Arizona, as opposed to what I was experiencing in Shasta, was what really kicked in. And when I saw that those um, you know, golden Taya allotment areas are here and I'm being drawn to find out where they are and kind of archive them. That was when, you know, after <laughs> a couple of days talking with Dave about it, I decided that I was going to move forward. So I started, I was telling Irene over the last two days, I've been compiling all of the journal entries and all of the stuff that I've written about it all along, and it's being compiled into a book. And the way that things are, every time I've started a book if before, within 72 hours from the time I started, and, and assuming now, let's just say most of the assets were already ready, 72 hours, it was done. I'm kind of on that same timeline. Today would be not quite the third day. So either today or tomorrow, I expect to have this finished. And then, you know, we'll see you know what the universe has in mind for it. The first one that I wrote was just about some of my early experiences. But I'll be honest, I wasn't ready to tell the story about Telos in a way that would really be meaningful to others, really, other than people that were triggered by the word and just looking for the next thing they could hear about Telos or Lemurians, or um, I wasn't ready. I didn't have these other experiences to kind of color in what had happened. And until those happened, I couldn't really see it clear enough to explain it to somebody else to tell them how this impacts them. That's why I am so adamant about listening to talking heads talking about somebody else's experience. First of all, I have a limited amount of attention. And to me, my attention is more valuable than money and time. And if you really start to think about your own attention, you see how at every turn somebody's trying to get yours and take it from you and you know, push their own agendas. So, you know, I pushed out a piece yesterday about beliefs and how everybody has them and how we got them and how they influenced us and, you know, what that means in terms of sovereignty. Well, that was part of the process. I believed that keeping mindful the law of one and what I claim about my own sovereignty 
in order for that to be true, I have to recognize everyone else's sovereignty. And um, most other people just aren't ready for that. Um, I'll complete this thought in a moment, but if you have something to add, <laughs> go ahead and chime in while I finish this thought. Um, ah, it was that I didn't think it was my place to influence other people's thinking. That, you know, however we form our beliefs, that's up to us to do that. And my guides over the last week or so have gently um, kicked me in the rear and said, that's exactly what you're here to do, Lowell. You know, you know for yourself that we choose the things that we believe. And so in order to help somebody else, um, yes, I'm going to start to help you form your beliefs when it comes to multidimensionality been there, done that. I can explain what it is. Um, I can explain how I got there. And then you're off on your own. So that was kind of part and parcel of the decision to move forward and talk more about it. Because I was happy not saying anything about it anymore and just enjoying it for myself. But that wasn't in reviewing a lot of the messages I got. That wasn't what I was sent here to do. I was sent here to digest that information at a higher level and find a way to disseminate it to the rest of us so that we could begin to get it. Yeah, I'm past that. So if um, I'm here to help you shape a belief, I've got one for you. Any remarks? <laughs> I can't tell who wants to start. Michaela, go ahead, please. Hello, everyone. I was a bit late because I'm kind of in a timelessness in this season of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I loved how <laughs> how Irene uh, talked about the tribe. And that's really something what I realized for myself that um, even though we do not really know when where we are going, uh, the relationship is very important the relationship between us and uh, also as i was mentioning uh last time the relationship to the earth even though we do not uh, see the exact outcome of the um, uh, the development and things that are happening um if we are in this deep relationship uh then we can be sure that everything will be fine and also when we are bringing teachings to others mm, you said it, Lowell, that uh, it cannot come from mind. It should come from heart. And when it comes from heart, then it's uh, aligned. You have nothing more to worry about. You know, I <laughs> I was, um, I already started to create my own platform for people in my country to share some things about multidimensionality. Um, and I was struggling also, um, like what kind of attitude is the best uh, for me to do this? because I know I cannot have any rational reasons why should I do this. I have no idea what impact it could have. I have no idea how can I influence people. But uh, when I, if I do it from that relationship, if I imagine faces of my friends in, in front of me and talk to them, you know, 
then I can be sure that everything will be fine. So I feel like really it's it's something very new for me to feel it like this through the relationships because I, I've been always a person um, kind of um, um, goal-oriented or how to say it, the, um, trying to achieve some outcomes and... Uh, I was not uh, really minding people around me in the past. Um, but now I feel it really. And also with the earth as the shift is happening and as the, um, uh, the geomagnetic changes are happening, we can feel her much more through our bodies and through our uh, energy field. Uh, so we can deepen the relationship with her as well. And so all the development is much, um, much more meaningful. Yeah, and much more aligned, I feel. Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah. just, uh, yeah. Go ahead, finish. <laughs> I'm just enjoying this season, you know, the Sagittarian season of timelessness, a lot of studying, a lot of reading, a lot of um, philosophy. Yeah. And I, I'm That's also how uh, very... Uh, uh, very uh, much thinking about the importance of gratitude in all this alchemical process of life. Because um, I came to this understanding that uh, when we are grateful, we are kind of um, solidifying our development. Like um, this alchemy of life, of the universe, is um, changing those cycles of breathing in, breathing out. Uh, expanding and solidifying things into matter and into some tangible progress. And the gratitude, I feel like it's very important in this because uh, uh, when we are grateful, we are appreciating things that we have, even though we see that we can go even further. But if we really appreciate what we have, then we really are standing into some on something solid that from which we can go further if you know what I mean. Like it is good to expand, to go um, to the behind all the horizons that we that we can, but uh, also to kind of stop for a while and just be, be grateful for what we have. Um, and in this way, we can really embrace it and really bring that spirit into matter, into everything that uh, is manifested already. Yeah, so these are thoughts that I have this week. <laughs> I think gratitude is a byproduct of when you reach that level of joy. Uh, you know, when there's joy in your uh, in your field, or um, it's um, oh, I don't know why I'm. My mind just kind of went fuzzy there. So uh, I'll form this thought and regroup. <laughs> Irene, you had an observation. Yeah, I, I, lo I love this sharing. It really touches me. And it, and it's, it's kind of like been waiting for this all of my life and never really finding the right people or people would not believe me or I could see when people would lie or would take their own decisions and I would feel like I'm not allowed to even say anything. And what what's my what am I even worth? You know why am I even here? 
So anyway, so these last months, I've been so aware by releasing a lot uh, uh, of energy because there's a lot coming in and feeling even more deeper anchoring in my body, being able to have the light literally hold with not only around me, but deepening in myself. I can see now how much I've been holding myself back, but also how much programming and beliefs that are tr totally not true, that are really ingrained. Even if you realize you're being born from a cell of your father and a cell of your mother, and you come as a spirit, but you, you're born into a, a, a remnant of the history of humanity, no matter where you come from. So it doesn't matter whoever you are, you, you, you're dealing with the earth, <laughs> with the earth and with the earth experiences added to your own experiences and that you want to experience. And then what you see reflected back, even though you know things to be true, if nobody sees you, it, you're, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's pretty challenging to stay aligned if nothing else is truly aligned. Having said that, to me, it's also this awe of how we are able, have been able to survive throughout all these eons of time. So there's still something that really knows what it's doing, which is totally mind boggling. And maybe the mind is here to give up, to give it all up. The mind is just surrendering. And if the mind is dying, it's totally fine, you know? <laughs> and and well, also our mind is only a composite of all of our experiences now uh, and throughout this lifetime and the, the conditioning that we've had along the way from school and church and uh, our peer groups and our hobbies and um, all those are planted in our head. When we realized that we were separated from our heart space and began to feel things. That's when true recognition of all the things and the earth and gratitude for all of it really kicked in for me. I think that's pretty much the pattern for everybody, but uh, you know, we're all wandering around until we realize that there's something beyond the limitations of the things that are already in my head. And the extraordinary things I experienced was because I was open to them. I looked at those circumstances and said, well, yeah, what if that's true? As opposed to, no, that can never be because, you know, that's never happened before. As soon as I eliminated that thinking, um, there was just a piece that came over me. And then more of these extraordinary things would be introduced to me to kind of prepare me for the next one you were going to see. We are advancing and evolving into a new state of awareness and consciousness. And it's the earth first. I love when Michaela continues to refer back to our connection to earth because that's where it begins. These are the true souls that are here to assist everybody else when they understand that their allegiance to the planet is first. And what I get from her in this exchange is all that I ever need. That was what we needed from our existence here on the planet. And uh, uh, the more you get in sync with it, the more gratitude you get. And then the more wonderful things just keep coming your way. 
It is truly a mindset. Yeah, and I see also the gratitude. It's really uh, truly about how you see you're so interconnected. And so you would never even think to harm anything. It's just, or to do anything out of your ego. It's just, it's just impossible because you feel this connection and you feel this nurturing. There's like an infinite, infinitely giving and infinitely wanting you to thrive. And it's so um, amazing how, how that is. And it's so quite amazing how not we have been functioning in this, this way. It's just totally, and, and, and I think this is where the, the challenge lies. Like, can you really flip? Are you able to flip completely in the right way again? You know, and that, that's your own, the way you do it, it's your own, it's your own journey, a unique journey. And it's, it's your own pathway. It's your own, it's your, because we, we, we cannot stop being creators. We've always been creators. We've always been co-creating. But when you're not really aware and, and, and go into games or whatever, let's, let's see what's going on all around, then it's 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 only going to be hurtful sooner or later. Very hurtful. And then it's also really okay once you see it, it be okay if you, if you start to feel hurt, if you have been neglected neglecting it because once you really dare to feel it it starts to also dissolve and becomes really love so the moment you start to resist it it's it, it keeps on being painful and i think especially now i mean i go through it myself within my own body which is totally totally okay uh but to not run away from from whatever you feel or whatever you see uh and and you're not supposed to be totally overwhelmed by it but just stay with that feeling and then feel how much love there truly is how much love you truly have how much love there truly is for you and how much love the planet really has and also how much you can give it so the planet can also you know have its have a, have a breathe you know <laughs> it's not that the planet is totally uh, totally fine <laughs> uh but hey we're all working on it so uh, you know uh, so anyway yeah yeah humans have not been good stewards of the earth uh and what she provided for us and we give no thought to the small amount of time that we're here we look at our lives as these long timelines that we're here and maybe you know i keep referring to them as you know 80 to 100 years you're here and the earth has been here for a lot longer than that before we got here and it'll be here a lot longer than after we leave and that's the situation for all of us i was thinking through you know uh, when we realize our connectivity to everything else, that here is the challenge for those uninitiated ones. How do we convince them that they're connected to everybody else when they're so stuck in the beliefs that they've got already that they can't see beyond their own life? How can we communicate to them that there are higher forms of being that are here in inner earth waiting to recommune with us? How can we make them understand that there are beyond earth sentience? that are here now as ambassadors scoping out the planet for the day that our vibration rises to the place that we can communicate with them too. This vibration is like a field goal away from us now. 
And all of these efforts and all of this, all of the talk that we put out there is in preparation to just trigger others to be curious about it. I'm not telling you to believe it just because I said so. Be aware of it and then do your own research because it's coming one way or the other. Yeah, you know, yes, I was thinking about it many times <laughs> that many people seem uh, not to be curious about it at all. Like uh, some people are, are really not interested in um, understanding things. And I was thinking if it's really um, necessary for them to know, uh, if it's not really enough to be in love, you know, because... Um, I know many people that are very nice people, kind people, uh, but when I, I I know I cannot talk about uh, some things with them because they are simply not uh, interested. They do not have that spark of curiosity at all. They um, like, um, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's enough for them, this world. For me, it was never enough, you know, since childhood, I was curious. I was trying to understand things, to go beyond uh, what I was taught. But some people seem really like they do not do not care. And it, that's the question, maybe not everyone should care. Maybe their path is just to be where they are and um, open their hearts without knowing what's happening. Yeah. That point you're making, it was what I was referring to when I talk about sovereignty and not just mine, everybody's. And here's where for the longest time, I didn't think it was my place to impress upon anybody else what I believed. Well, <laughs> there are sources we're supposed to get our information from and they come from higher perspectives. And so now as I look at it from that perspective, I understand a lot of this stuff isn't coming from me. It's coming through me from higher aspects that have decided to assist us on the way. And so, you know, there are a lot of people out there that don't want to get it. They're happy with their 3D lives and that's what they came here for. So we respect their sovereignty and they nonetheless are learning lessons that sooner or later, whether they realize it or not, uh, will contribute to the collective's akash. So we send them love and light, even though they don't see things from our perspective. We just hope that they will one day. But as I said, we're so close to this shift cosmically that the earth is going through, and we are here all present for this. Um, something's going to trigger quicker. And all of our efforts whether they fall on deaf ears or not, is to give humanity one last shot at getting this and rising their vibration before we get to this place where um, the earth's already there. And, you know, it's just up to our beings to communicate at the same fashion. Yes, you know, many times we think that our experience here is so strange and so valuable because we are uh, exploring all those multidimensional things. But uh, being being in 3D is also a very strange and valuable experience. 
you know, from the point of view of their higher self. Maybe they just uh, chosen it and um, it's valuable as well. Everybody is evolving. And we had to evolve through the duality of Earth's, you know, environment. She's a 3D environment right now. And, you know, we had been stuck in that place for a while. There were other things that contributed to keeping humanity stuck here for a while. But those forces have been pushed off to the side. And where higher dimensional help was really forbidden before this past century began. As I've said before, we were left so that humanity could see how they would evolve on their own. When we demonstrated what we could do around World War II and started to develop atomic bombs and uh, drop them on another um, country and you know what was happy about that, we demonstrated to those higher beings what damage we could do to the earth. And that's why it's alarming to me thinking that these little carbon bodies that are here for that 80-year window can do that kind of damage and leave it behind. We don't know what we're doing to a planet that we don't, it's not ours. This belongs to the universe. And again, we have not been good stewards. Um, whatever dark energies, I think that vibrationally, the earth and the universe have adjusted over time. I believe that the dark forces that were here for a while and got us to where we are, and that's why duality is so polarized right now that we can't crawl out of it. I feel as though those entities that used to be able to get into this dimension at the time of the harmonic convergence, I think that was in like in the mid 80s. That in my mind is when the environment, the energetic environment raised to such a level that those lower beings could no longer access that level. Great. Now we have a shot at getting where we need to be. <coughs> really, now that I've said that, when I go back and consider really the people that have been doing this for a while uh, and storing away things in an archive, all of that seemed to start in like the late 80s and built up over time. Now, over the last, I want to say since really 2016, it wasn't my case. And I happen to ask this question every time I get an opportunity to ask somebody, you know, when did it trigger you? When did it happen for you? It all seems within this last, this is almost 2024, um, eight years ago, that I've witnessed lots of other people have this sensation of changes that are coming that you really can't put the finger on. And there's nothing that we've been taught or conditioned with to explain the nature of the things that are going on. So it took a lot of research on my part to, at least for me, to come to the conclusions that I came to about what is really going on. And that, again, you've got to allow yourself to believe some things you didn't believe before. And that was beyond your current level of comprehension. That's when more dynamic information will start to come to you. That's here now. Uh, I'm pleased to see the communications that we started to have with others, like um, 
I've had a few people that I was kind of surprised uh, and not surprised who heard my story about Telos early, like in late 2020, when the first, when the story first got out, um, they had reached out, they were curious. And then, you know, they kind of dropped off the radar. Well, this past year, they've all kind of been showing up again. That something triggered in them again to, you know, kind of follow this um, path of exploration. And they're back because something else triggered and it went back. Oh, that's what Lowell was talking about. And in a few of these cases, you could almost hear the light came on in these people and they got what something triggered them about the unusual experience before. And now they have a more comprehension about it. And more, more importantly, how it applies to them. That's what all this is about. I'm not telling my story to amuse you or entertain you with an extraordinary story about multidimensional abilities and experiences I've had. It's about how we posture you to be able to do the same thing. That's it. That's what's important. Um, so those people that um, that hear it and they don't get it, I, I love you and I send you love and light. Um, I'll be spending my attention on those that do because that little group continues to seem to be growing. Those are the tribe members that are showing up looking for somebody else they can have these conversations with and glean some kind of you know, comprehension out of all of it. It would be different if we had trainers before and we had some visionaries who pointed us in the right direction, like Ram Das and, you know, people in that regard who started to tell us, and Ram, if you knew who he was before, he kicked into Ram Das, <clears throat> just like all the rest of us, lived a 3D life, and then all of a sudden something shifted inside of him and he had access to some knowledge that he had not had before and it triggered and resonated with a lot of people. There's more and more of that going on now. You see people that are waking up and then to see what they have to offer. What they have to offer is different than what you know is happening with me. And that's the beauty of recognizing that everybody's journey is different and embracing that. I want to find out what Michaela's final gift is and what Irene's final gift is um, to see exactly what level of mastery they've got at something that none of the rest of us have and that they're here and ready and willing to offer for Guy and the rest of the tribe. That's what I love to see. So um, whatever I can do to help people along their way, that's what I'm here to do. Knowing that you're not here to learn anything from me, just you know, kind of along the same path. Yes, I was thinking a lot, you know, about uh, uh, the uniqueness of uh, each path uh, that we are born with uh, abilities. Um, and it is also kind of um, interesting alchemy to let it uh, come forth, but also uh, to purify the things in our life so that we do not have um, no longer such strong uh, resentment or preferences towards some things, because that's what creates the, um, the repetitive cycles in our lives, so that we are still going through same uh, experiences in other, um, in other form. 
but we, when we liberate ourselves from that, when we really get to a kind of point, point of neutrality, when we are not polarized towards anything, uh, and that's more than accepting things. It's uh, really the unconditional love. That's the only thing that could um, really re liberate us from all the resentments and all the, all the preferences. And then uh, when we are in this balance, then the true, the true um, character uh, uh, which we came with can, uh, can emerge. And we will always um, uh, like um, have something other, uh, you know, even uh, the um, sign that we are born uh, upon. You mentioned many times that you are Capricorn. You know, also I'm a Sagittarius, and uh, I really feel it. You know uh, how much I love book, how much I love the um, uh, the studying and the philosophy and. Uh, even though some people say that books are already outdated, I still love to read them, you know, or travel. Some people say it's not necessary to go uh, to places physically. No, I think it is necessary, at least for me, <laughs> because I'm doing some work there. And it is really um, such a different level to be uh, in physical contact with these areas of Earth and uh, these uh, powerful places, you know. So I'm just saying that uh, each of us really have unique gifts and unique character, but also um, that it's necessary to work with those preferences and the resentments that we have in our life so that we can get into balance and not to be influenced um, out of the track. Yeah. Irene. <laughs> It's just I so agree, and you know all all these uh, stuck. It's actually stuck feelings are are based upon lack, upon what uh, was presented to us all this time, and so we bought into it. And it's I see also really so much unconscious, like also self judgment, judging ourselves or 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 unconsciously judging others or or and I've I've seen it a, a lot a lot also like in the spiritual community like like in the 90s late 90s or uh, i just didn't understand and there was and then, and then there was a lot information to it that that also opened up my eyes cuz you know you see your own perspective but once you're open to somebody else your own perspective grows it's ne it's never truly and i never really understood why it's like no what i say is true and then another teacher oh whatever other te other teacher are saying that's not that's like whatever only trust my truth i'm like that's so funny i i i'm a world traveler right and i i just love to connect with people and it's like very interesting why why one doesn't isn't able to exist next to the other it's just just that given it's like wow and then everybody's on their journey so i got to see like wow we're all equals, you know. A teacher can never truly tell you what to do. They can just present their perspective. That's all you can do. But you cannot impose it to anybody else. You can actually make yourself smaller by doing that. But then sometimes it's the opposite. When you start to speak truth to it, then you, then I would be like, oh, what do you know? You know, you're just a kid. You know, you haven't had any experience yet. Yes. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so it's 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 such an un, un, unraveling what we need to do where where you feel like you speak your truth and you're not allowed to and now you know 
and it, it's it's part of a past healing and now it's like okay it's part of a past there's a lot of confusion in the head and all in the in the childhood memories and now it's like okay we reached a point now like what you're also saying uh, uh Michaela it's so nice to uh, be in this moment of reflection and just be silent and actually there's nothing to fix there's nothing to truly do uh if you want to save the planet or save other people uh, or save yourself, just relax and breathe and listen to your heart and just let whatever shows up just to be and just see it just dissolve. Whatever is dysfunctional, don't fix it. Just let it just dissolve. Like, <laughs> And then so much space shows up where you start to start to see just clearer just what is. Not your belief, not your this, just what is. And it's just such a, such a gift. It's just, it doesn't cost anything and it gives you the world back. So <laughs> it's a process. To me, it sounds like you're reaching out with your feelings. Yeah. Uh, and that is what puts us in touch with all these higher dimensional things. When Michaela mentioned a moment ago, about how she felt compelled to actually go into these places to experience them. And others said, hey, you don't need to do that. That's exactly why you need to go there. You need to feel the energy of that environment to really understand it. Uh, what was it that George Harrison said? No one can have knowledge of anything without having experienced it for themselves. Or, you know, I'm paraphrasing him, but that was the, the, the idea behind the notion. And he's right. Until you actually go out and experience for yourself, you really don't know for yourself. We rely on hearing it from others. And then, you know, to what degree is that my truth? Because our experiences are all different. Not to say that collectively things don't happen to all of us, but we're moving into a whole nother phase. So if we thought our bandwidth in 3D was this, here, your bandwidth is about to go off the charts on the things that we can comprehend and get in touch with and have real-time communication with. The ideas that people have had and the stories you hear about their uh, uh, interactions with angels, higher beings, you know, however you want to see that for yourself, that came from something beyond this realm and this particular vibration they've reached a higher level to allow them to have that communication and then be able to talk about it later that's what we're here to do when i see more and more of that going on man i have all kinds of hope for where we're going in spite of all the white noise that's going on this right now we were all warned that at the end earth would be in a chaotic state well it's been like that and then some for a while. And it's not just the things that humans have created for themselves here. Look at all the solar influences that have been taking place. So there are cosmic things that are taking place right now. And once they have, um, just like every other sentient being, Earth's consciousness was scheduled to rise. And here we are. We got wind of it just before it was going to happen so that we could adjust our beings and be able to experience that new realm. Because in our 3D lives before, we weren't going to get there. 
I'm glad I saw what I saw to prepare myself for the extraordinary things I've seen. And I know I'm just scraping, you know, the outside of things here with what they've revealed to me. There's more that's going to come. And that's why I head out to nature. Um, and if not alone, I'm with others that vibrate at the same level so that they don't disturb my level when I get out there so that I can really communicate with you know, what was meant for me that day. Um, the more I get to be outside, the more things just come to me. So I credit this trip to Arizona in this particular area and experiencing so far energetically as kind of the prompt for me to know, well, okay, now you've seen it. You saw all this in Shasta and you lived it. Now you saw it in another place and you know that these are not the only two places on the planet that are vibrating at this energetic level. Lots of other places are getting ready. You're hearing from people that are vibrating at that level. Great. Um, it's time to just let it all out. Maybe it was, I was supposed to wait until the beginning of 2024 when we really put the pedal in the metal, but that's what's coming next. So we've been in it long enough to understand how to break it down and present it to others. And we're going to do that in bite-sized pieces so that we kind of, just like for me, we get one level of understanding so that we can build upon that. And as Irene pointed out earlier, there's a lot of it to unpack and understand before we can really put this in a place where we can comprehend it in the way that we think that we can in 3D. And we're still trying to comprehend and communicate things that we have no language to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, that's why it is so good to go to the places personally and to feel it yourself. Because then you can get information on the levels that are beyond mind and the rational understanding and uh, you just know. It will change your perspective, it will change your life and you don't really have to um, have it in the logical uh, form. Yeah. I mean, you want to wrap this up? Go ahead. Yeah, and it's so natural, you know. Once you feel it, it's, it's so, it's so natural. And also, what you want to feel, it wants to feel you. It's really happy that you're connecting with it. It's mutual, the love, the the connection, the desire to connect is mutual. It's it's just, and once it's there, it's there forever. This is what's called unconditional love. Once you made a connection, it's there forever. It's it's it knows you, and it's there forever. And that's uh, yeah. And um, it's 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 that love is stronger than your negative thoughts or your feeling unworthy or or whatever. Just your intent is enough, and you don't need to be an expert. You know. You don't need to be an expert being born on a planet, right? You're you're born on this planet. You belong. Your body belongs here. So it it knows how to connect. And so it's just to trust and just open yourself up. And yeah, and and also it's it's good to be at peace with yourself in that sense. Like uh, find as the least amount of distraction or. F f go when you feel safe you know uh go with the people that you feel safe with because it can also really disturb something pristine i mean there's a lot of interference you know i've had these experiences too and it's still okay because i you know you can 
but uh, yeah, well, these moments will show up, and it's also tr trusting the moment because there's a divine orchestration happening. It's all divinely orchestrated. It's really precise. it is uh, uh, that we're for the lar for a large part for most of the planet. Uh, they're oblivious to what's going on. They haven't been triggered to feel things yet because they've been so distracted by the other things in their everyday lives. And I certainly understand it because I was there. I, the word trapped was in my mind for a moment. I, looking back, I was trapped in that 3D way of thinking and not accepting anything beyond that when you know we've heard about the prospect of you know, miraculous things coming our way, uh, I had to let go of that, and that the joy I got from that seems to be what rose my vibration high enough so that I could get invited into Telus and understand that that was a portal that opened for me to get in there in the first place. And uh, a lot of that, just understanding and comprehension, didn't come until recently. That's why I say when I started to talk about the experience in Telos, you know, uh, a month or so after it happened, that was just to find some touchstones for somebody that could help me understand what the hell happened because it happened, it was real. Um, I'm. It took me a while to come to terms with all that. But the joy that you extract from that just pumps you up and keeps your vibration high enough for you to experience the next thing it wants to show you. So um, I'm going to end there. And I want to find out if you have any closing remarks you want to make before we do. Irene? Yeah, what showed up for anybody listening to what really can help uh, if you're like in a in a, like a kind of a fixed pattern, like oh I don't know, you know I I'm too busy with this and that. It's just open yourself up to kind of serendipity, you know, because you we get a lot of nudges. Maybe to go, you know, if you, if you drive the way home a certain way and and somehow you were not thinking you drive left and you think oh my god stupid me what well, what was I thinking you know I wasn't thinking maybe you were drawn. So just trust that whatever you're doing wrong, maybe there's something right. And it's 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 maybe your spirit helping you to loosen up of your automated thinking. And these are little little things that maybe 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 something is possible, you know. Maybe I can take a little break right now. Maybe there's more possible, maybe I have a little bit more freedom time than I thought. Maybe it isn't as important to do the dishes right now, or maybe it is, <laughs> you know, and just open, you know, just listen because you, you are being nudged all the time. And this really helps to get out of the way of planning and needing to do. And I'm now going and then you may be disappointed because it may not have been the right time. So to not be any in any way forceful, but really allowing, allowing is a, uh, yeah, allowing and it's it's kind of can be scary in a way, you know. But it's okay. It's a fun. It's scare. a fine line to walk. The fine to line be to in walk. this realm and yeah. then straddle into the next dimension and have those experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Michaela, any last thoughts? Yes, yeah, just a few moments ago, I felt really 
I felt the gratitude that I can be here with you and that we have this circle and that we can meet uh, here every week. Um, both of you are so wonderful. Irene, I really feel like you are, sometimes I feel like you are kind of uh, an oracle. Like uh, through you are coming things uh, to the people that are listening, like you are already connected to them, even though they are um, not here in this time. Like you are connected to them <laughs> in the future, listening to you. It's really like, um, I really feel these messages are, are so profound and uh, they're exactly for the people. So I just wanted to, to say this and yeah, and that I'm so, so grateful for you. Yeah. I'll close with this. I agree with that observation of Irene and I'm glad someone else said the word Oracle before I said it. So um, there you have it. Thank you. Um, we will see you all here next Saturday. Things are going to be a little bit different. Um, Mystery School is kicking into a next, a next level. Um, so we'll still maintain this forum. And I expect that in the next few weeks, there's going to be more people than the handful of us that have shown up for a while because uh, I think the time is right for it. And by sending other information out to help them get it, I think it's going to draw more tribe that didn't know we were here and are going to show up for you know just some collaboration. So thank you all for being here in your other time zones. I know it's already dark where you are. Um, thanks. It's good to see you. And I'll see you again next Saturday. Thank you all. Thank you. It's so much thank you. To you too. Bye. Thank you. Bye.